can you show your audience and potential clients that you aren't into the cult coaching and bro marketing that passes for coaching these days? What can you do to strengthen your position in the market as an ethical coach, consultant, or service provider? These are the questions many in my network are trying to answer right now. I have an approach, but warning, warning, results will be unique to you. So if you were looking for a cookie cutter, you can leave now. No? Okay, let's get into it. Hello and welcome. You're listening to the Defiant Business Podcast, and I'm your host, Ruthie Bowles, founder of Defy the Status Quo, a branding and marketing consultancy. This podcast is for the business owners and professionals who have seen the status quo in their industry and are ready to do things differently. We're here for the contrarians, mavericks, and rebels. On the Defiant Business Podcast, we'll talk about marketing, sales, client and customer experiences, finances, and amazing entrepreneur journeys that show that none of us are alone. Thank you for joining me. Hey there, welcome back to another episode of the Defiant Business Podcast. I'm your host, Ruthie Bowles, the founder of Defy the Status Quo, which is a marketing and branding consultancy for coaches and consultants who just want to do things differently. And I think that this episode is really going to answer some questions as well as offer some guidance on this paradigm shift that I think has been taking place in the coaching and consulting industry for a while. And it's not going to be like a quick shift type of thing, but it is something that we're experiencing and I'm really excited to get into this. I had posted a TikTok video onto LinkedIn. Yes, you heard that right. And basically, I got into this discussion about this paradigm shift that I'm going to talk to you about. And the discussion is fierce right now around business ethics in the small business coaching and consulting spaces, like huge. On one hand, you've got the bro marketers that are still making money hand over fist on the broken dreams and aspirations of new client-based businesses. So that could be you as a coach, a consultant, or a like done-for-you service provider. On the other hand, though, you've got people like me, and I think that this number is growing. And if it's not growing, at a minimum, the number of people who are willing to talk about it is growing. But you've got people like me who've experienced the cult coaching and who abhor bro marketing. So what do we do when we want to do something differently? We want to do things differently other than what quote unquote works. And by works, I just mean that it gets money, but not always the actual results that our clients deserve. So I've got a few recommendations for you. And I'm going to talk to you about, you know, uh, a philosophy that I've been developing that's been infusing my work with clients to kind of give you an idea of how I think it's best for us to navigate this paradigm shift and to navigate the, the changing waters and to really equip you to question the applicability of different tactics, techniques and strategies for you. So first things first. Be seen and heard denouncing these tactics. There are no bystanders in this shift. Your silence is tacit approval. I know some people are like, oh, I don't want to talk about negative stuff. But your potential clients, people who would be great clients for you, have experienced these things. It's incredibly likely. So if you're not seen denouncing them, if you're not seen talking about them and how you're different, then... They may just assume that you are complicit 
They may just assume that you employ these tactics because that's kind of the trick, right? When we're looking at these bro marketing uh, programs, these uh, Coach Karen programs, these MLM style coaching programs and all that. And, the, you know, the, the coaching program that's actually a course, check out that, <laughs> that podcast episode. Uh, oftentimes we don't know what the inner workings are until after we've paid. So if you're not out here saying, hey, like this is this and this is that and this is how I do things, this is how we do things at my company, then people may assume that you're just like everyone else. So the next thing is to take some time to determine what your brand values are and how they look in action. Take your values and your your brand core for uh, a ride. And it's best if you can do this. I mean, if you have to, you can do it by yourself, but it's best if you can do it with a, a few other people, right? So you may establish certain values and use those to build your purpose, mission, and vision for your business. But let's look at different scenarios, potential partnerships, potential clients, uh, potential affiliate, you know, things that you might do, anything like that. Take a look at those and see. Let's, let's just fabricate scenarios with which you can test drive your values. What do words like integrity really mean to you from the point of your business, right? Like people say, you know, our brand values are honesty. Okay. What does that mean? What does that mean? Like, are you, are you, what does honesty look like from your brand's perspective when you roll it out? Integrity. What does that look like? Where do you draw the lines? Don't forget, like if you're religious or spiritual, how does your business operate at that point? We like to talk about things being like spiritual versus secular, but the spiritual side of things doesn't actually see that divide. Consciousness, the divine, spirit, God, whatever, does not actually see that divide. We are the only ones trying to compartmentalize that way. And you can introduce a dissonance into your business when you do. So finally, the third thing, walk your talk. The first two, plenty of people do, especially the first one. A lot of people like, mah, 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 right? And they're talking, but not a lot of people are actually walking their talk. So that's that's the third thing. Walk your talk. So ask yourself, how do you serve clients? Right. And one of the big things all right, I've talked about it before, group coaching. Are you doing group coaching or are you doing training? Right. Are you doing like maybe small group training? So training might be, hey, I'm looking at how to use this tool, how to build these things out. Are you coaching or are you training? All right. Are you coaching or are you running small group guided sessions? Ooh, people are like, wait, what? What? What did she just say? Guided sessions. People ask you questions. Maybe you have them like they're filling out worksheets and stuff like that. But it's largely they're doing it by themselves with your guidance. And look, there's nothing wrong with that. But don't call it coaching. So are you doing group coaching or are you doing guided sessions? If you're doing guided sessions, just say that. It's okay. And I'm, I'm planning on doing another podcast episode on that, looking at maybe some new vernacular for some of the things that have popped up in our space. But another thing, can you still do one-to-one? So people talk about, oh, get rid of one-to-one. You're not making money, blah, blah, blah. But a lot of us out here, like, we're willing to pay more for the one-to-one experience. I understand like certain people may need your group training. They may need your guided sessions, but some people are willing to pay more for your one-to-one and that can give you that opportunity to still offer that experience. Have you considered hiring other coaches to serve your clients when your client base is big enough? Just something to, you know, just a, you know, bug in your ear. 
Um, what about building multiple streams of income? So you could do that through book writing, events. You might, you know, run a successful podcast or video show with sponsors. You could look at digital products. But multiple streams of income would allow you to serve your clients or your audience at a variety of levels while still generating revenue. Another thing I want to talk about here in terms of walking your talk, I think one of the big things we're going to be looking at as we move forward, especially for, you know, conscious business owners, conscious coaches and consultants will be revenue as a result. Okay, so a lot of a lot of the bro marketing tactics that are out there, they just focus on getting the revenue. Results be damned. True facts. Like don't like you can't like uh, this is the hill I am willing to die on. Like you cannot tell me different. A lot of these programs focus on revenue. And you know that because they indiscriminately let people in. There is no evaluation of how actually like how skilled this person actually is as a coach, consultant or service provider. But what they do do is teach them manipulative tactics that are effective because they're manipulative. They teach them tactics that then arm them to go out, get a get clients and then deliver a subpar experience. So I'm thinking we're going to start looking at something revenue as a result. That's what I that's what I refer to it as. And that's going to be revenue based on what we're able to do for clients, revenue based on great client experiences and revenue based on their results. Right. That's how we're generating revenue, where we're going to be very results focused instead of disregarding the responsibility that we have to our clients. So what does success look like? As we continue through this shift and as people continue to question what it is that they've been told, we're building what success looks like right now. We're building it right now. I definitely encourage you to go and listen to the episode that I did on the definition of success. I think that that's really important as we're breaking away from the bro marketing and manipulative marketing. But there aren't enough coaches and consultants who really operate an aligned business. And aligned to me means value aligned as well as consciousness aligned. And when you're aligned with consciousness, again, consciousness, the divine God, spirit, you can see the business world almost like an ecosystem. Imagine if you will, right? Just imagine if you can close your eyes. If you are driving, don't close your eyes. Don't do it. But imagine the world almost as like a shimmering golden cloth. And on this cloth is all of us. Each of us make up a little piece of it, right? So the cloth itself represents consciousness and each little segment of it represents an individual. This cloth shimmers. When you are aligned and you are living living your purpose and and having the impact that that only you have the capacity to have, you add to the shimmer. When you don't and you act out of alignment, you darken it. So right now what we're looking at this beautiful fabric has a lot of dark spots because there are so many of us out here who have the potential to add to the shimmer who are operating out of alignment. Another thing that this means is that really, truly, like competition, is there though? Is there though? Not amongst us, not amongst us as we operate. There isn't competition. As a business owner, I don't have the capacity to service the entire world. I don't. So that's why I'm looking at, hey, I have a, a brand strategist friend of mine who was on the podcast not too long ago, Humaira, and she and I are looking at partnering on some things. But she's a brand strategist. What? But we're going to do it because it's just it's really not it's not about competition when you view things this way. We all have a role to play to further the development of our clients, to further the development of humanity in general. So despite what we're told 
or what we've been told, we're not machines that just need to exist on food and air. We need to explore the meaning of living, not the meaning of life, but the meaning of living. Don't you like how much like how active that sounds? The meaning of living. And that really just means and I, mean, I say just means as if it's not a big deal, but it's all about exploring the archetypes, right? The archetypes that are embedded in the collective consciousness. So we look at things like what do what does love, abundance, justice, beauty, wholeness, self, and other archetypes, what do they mean to us? How can we express those in our lives? And that is that is what your romantic relationships are for. Your 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 the relationships with your children and your family, your friends, those are explorations of love. But for those of us who have businesses, that's our exploration of abundance. And for a coach or a consultant or another type of service provider. Oftentimes you find that you are exploring abundance as an archetype, but you may be exploring something else as well. So in my case, I think that in terms of my business, I'm exploring the archetype of abundance, but I'm also exploring the archetype of wholeness, what it means to show up as your whole self, to live as your whole self, to embrace your whole self, right? And that's where the authenticity piece comes in. And so I have been working on something I am now calling the soulifying brand philosophy. And soulifying is a you know combo of the word soul satisfying and indicates that you are in alignment with your deeper self, your conscious. Yeah, you're in alignment with consciousness. And so there are four principles in this philosophy. They're purpose, creativity, alignment, and manifestation. And so purpose is when your business helps you explore the meaning of living, when your business helps you explore those archetypes. That is your purpose. That's the purpose. That's your. That's the whole point of living is to explore these archetypes. And there's an infinite number of expressions of these archetypes. And if you don't believe me, just look at the art world. Look at the sculptures, the paintings, the pottery, the music, the dancing, the, the plays and musicals. How many times do we have to tell the same story? This, it's an infinite number of times. That's my point. So there's an infinite number of ways that these archetypes can be expressed. And that is your purpose. That's your purpose of, of the meaning of living. And your business can help you with that. The second principle, creativity. That's where you use creative intelligence and thinking to explore your purpose through business. And so that's what I was talking about before. I was asking you questions, but your results are individual to you. Your answers are individual to you. You have to sit with those questions and you have to come up with the answers because they're so very individual to your understanding of your purpose, your exploration of the meaning of living. Number three, building a brand that embodies your unique distillation of your purpose. That's alignment. That's alignment. And I imagine alignment almost like dropping down into the ocean, like almost like an anchor, if you will. When you are anchored into your purpose, when you understand your values, you can filter everything through those values and it just changes the way that you operate and the way that you serve. And number four is manifestation. And that's creating a business using creativity to stay in alignment with your purpose. Haha, <laughs> see what I did there? But honestly, manifestation, <laughs> the law of attraction is based on consciousness. That's why it works because everything is consciousness. That's why synchronicities tend to come from other people synchronicities, when you get a message, you hear something, you you get connected with someone else through a person, that is why those things happen through other people because we are actor, we are the embodiment of consciousness. We are consciousness examining and observing itself. And so when you're looking to manifest something, it has to be in alignment. And that alignment isn't just, oh, I need money. That's not what manifesting is. That's not what it means. 
we have to look at how we serve and what's in alignment with that. What's in alignment with the continued evolution and betterment of humanity? And yes, you're a coach, you're a consultant, you're a service provider. You're not looking necessarily to improve humanity, but if you have the impact, right? If you impact five people deeply, who impact five people deeply, who impact five people deeply in your life, you are having that ripple effect. That's the type of ripple effect impact. And that is how we each do our part to improve humanity. And that's what I was talking about with that beautiful fabric I was talking about. We each have our role to play. We each have a potential for impact. And that potential is largely up to you and the choices that you make because the choices that you make open up new doors and close other ones. And that's totally fine. But that's just the quantum nature of our reality. Possibilities exist basically into infinity, but it's our decisions here, right, in this realm, if you will, the realm of actuality, our decisions in this realm are what collapse certain possibilities and turn them into points of actuality. So I really do believe that we are looking at a paradigm shift in our industry. It's no longer going to be okay to to engage in these marketing tactics. And I encourage you to join the conversations that are being had in your circles And just remember that right now we're all exploring. I don't think any one person completely has the right answer, but I do think the more that we talk and discuss, the more that we're going to be able to kind of come to a consensus on what it means to run an ethical coaching or consulting or service client-based business. Thank you so much for joining me today. And my DMs are open. I'd love to hear what you think. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and a review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at DefyTheStatusQuoBiz, and the link is in this episode's description. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.